You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio a 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good morning. We got it. We got it geared up. We're kind of disorganized this morning. When, when is that not new? Welcome to Morning's Lone Star. We are the morning radio show, usually at 9 a.m. We're going to be here till 11 a.m. this morning on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, folks, we do have an app for your smartphone. So if you have an Android or Apple device, let's look up Lone Star Internet Radio because that is our internet side of the radio station. And you can hear us live wherever you have an internet connection with your telephone. Uh, the bumper music today is Shane Smith and the Saints. They're going to be playing at the Montgomery County Fair next month. Uh, so check that out. Look at them. They're going to hopefully be special guests. We're going to have Nathan Arizadi in the studio. And we have a special guest from Wood Forest, perhaps, talking about the Ducks Unlimited. But more importantly, we have, uh, before that, the, I guess she's the newbie at directing, right? Oh, oh no, no. Well, I think this is her first full, isn't I read that right? This is her first time directing at the Owen? I didn't think so, but it could be. We'll Maybe I can out. spread the fake news before she comes in. There we go. All We're right. going to research this All before right. she uh, tunes into the dial. <laughs> We're really excited about having Marita. Marita Kilgores coming She'll be in. in the studio. And we're going to be talking about these. Okay, do you know the full name of this? The this, this, 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Bee. Okay, I just call it the Spelling Bee, but the 25th Annual Putnam 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 County, County Spelling Bee is opening today. Mm-hmm. It's a play. It's not a spelling bee. See, yeah, it's really important to understand that because I can totally see that one guy who's a you know the spelling bee nerd. And just, although you know the audit, well, I, don't I feel like spoil this play's been around for a while, so it, they kind of they have to kind of know. Yeah, you got to know. It's one of those names. But and you, you can uh, purchase tickets online mm-hmm. at uh, owentheater.com, and uh, you can pick your seats. You can uh, it's gonna be around from today all the way to when March 9th? No, that's that's too soon. Yeah, uh, it opens March three 9th. weeks. Three weeks, right? Yes, it runs for three weeks. March 9th. How much? Really. Misinformation can I spread about this? I, you know, the day is young. Let's get to go. You know why we're doing this? Because we have not had enough Conroe coffee this morning. That's very true. This is my first cup uh, of coffee I'm looking at right here. Very and that's true. just unheard of. I have two cups in front of me. Awesome. Imagine, imagine the chances right <laughs> there. Dig is double fisting it. But thanks to our sponsors, Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Thank you guys for mm-hmm. supporting the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have Marita in the studio along with two other uh, thespians. Yeah, uh, I think one of them is pacing outside our window he's right now. He's real nervous. I know. You know, yeah, he's waves in. Thank you. Uh, they'll be in at 930, and then Nathan hopefully will be joining us. Nathan is our Montgomery County Lifestyle, our uh, special co-host today. So hopefully he gets in a little bit before her. And uh, well, for, what do you mean? It's four weeks. It is four weeks. Yeah, Fantastic. We have, yeah, we have listeners correcting our fake news already. Yeah, you can always call in 936-647-3776, or you can message on Facebook. And I told you before our tease, is like, you can tell us how stupid we are. Just do it. I don't care. See, are, are these honest mistakes, or are we messing up on purpose to get a listener engagement? We'll never tell. Well, really, what I've learned is if you mispronounce a name six or seven times, finally people are going to go, how do you pr- correctly pronounce it? And when they fi- hear the correct pronunciation, they remember it. The, okay, so the the twenty fifth annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. There you go. I, I'm going to say it two more times into this segment, and that way people can get it right. 
this this is you will like this. How can we promote them even more? How do how we? Do can, how can we do it even more? Let me segue over to yesterday. So I was uh, remember our friend Skip for the Mercy Chaplain Group. Yeah, the organization that helps first responders. For three years, I've known this man. I've I've talked to him and introduced him as Skip Strauss. Yesterday, he tells me after three years, it's Strauss. It happens. Well, I'm like. I got mad. I'm not mad, man, but I'm like, dude, it's been three years. You could have been correcting me. Well, you know, the today. craziest thing I, I imagine with these unique last names, especially like a last name like Schistler, I imagine there's somebody in Europe going, that's not how you correctly pronounce she, it. Yeah, Schistler. It's something, yeah, whatever. Schistler. At least it's not Schistler, which everyone chooses to pronounce it that way, which. They're just lazy. That's just cheesy. <laughs> cheesy, you yeah, mean. Yeah. Cheesy. Exactly. But uh, we do have a good lineup today. I'm excited about what's happening today on Thursday. Just to remind folks, we do have a podcast channel on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, we do podcast the show, and then we do YouTube special interviews. So the interviews with the Putnam uh, County Spelling Bee folks will be available on our YouTube channel, Mornings of Lone Star. And then, of course, any other interviews we will post there. Awesome. So, yeah. So, okay, let's uh, – we got a couple minutes. Let's let's get check in with each other. Dick, how you doing this morning so I'm far? I'm doing good. I want to tell you something. I watched Tiptoes. Okay. It is, uh, the reason why I watched it was it's for, we do, we're trying to do one movie a month to engage our listeners on the Ticket Sub podcast. And by the way, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater every Thursday at noon. So remember that if you want to go free, you want to take a date on for free, tune into the podcast and learn how to watch. But we did Tiptoes. And the reason we did Tiptoes because Gary Oldman was in it. And he's nominated for, and he's kind of favorited to win an Oscar uh, the, this weekend for the Oscars. Mm -hmm. But I saw this movie, and I saw the trailer, and I had to watch it because it's about small people. And it's about uh, – the cast list is great. It's got Kate Beckinsale. Mm -hmm. It's got Gary Oldman. It's got Peter Dinklage. It's got Matthew McConaughey. You had me at Kate Beckinsale. So, and this movie was made, I believe, in like 2003, and I was just – and I, Wait, so it was made in tw 2003, but it's just now being released? No, or is no, this no. An old it's an old movie. Oh, okay, okay, because okay. they were talking about, hey, we should do an Oscar movie. We should do this. And I was like, no, we need to probably do Gary Oldman's best part that I've heard is where he plays a small person. And apparently the special effects are kind of hilarious. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, watch the trailer and then in, rent the movie, and you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Because when you watch the trailer, I was like, this is so cheesy it's it's almost like a lifetime movie but when i watch the movie it's so far from that it is out of control it is the most bizarre movie i've seen and we're gonna be reviewing it today on the ticket sub awesome so let's take a trip down memory lane let me get uh the the movie geek in you uh, the answer to this so in the early days of the trailers uh you know, they didn't give away plot points or spoilers, and they were very moody. They'd have special music playing with just for the trailer, and it started the whole inner world thing. Mm -hmm. Then around the turn of the, the millennium, you know, when we hit the, the 2000s, trailers seemed to, like, give away, like, like, like many versions of the movie to get people in, and it just killed me that I saw there was a remake of When a Stranger Calls, which was an awesome psychological thriller in the 70s with Carol Kane. They re revised it. And the whole point of this in the original movie was this babysitter keeps on getting these calls. Have you checked the children? Have you checked the children? She's uh, And finally, you know, she's freaking out. She's calling the cops. They say they're going to put Trace on the call. And then she gets the call. The phone call is coming from inside the house. And in the 70s, that was like, it was like Soylent Green as people. It was this big thing. 
Well, in the remake of it, they actually put that in the trailer. So they, like, gave away every good thing. But they seem to be coming back. So you said the, the trailer for Tiptoes, is that what it's called? Uh, do, do trailers hurt or help nowadays, do you think? Well, I think it also depends on the movie, and I think it depends on – because you always blame the the movie's success on, oh, the producers cut the movie. Kind of like the big argument right now with the nerds is Batman vs. Superman and Justice League. There apparently is a Zack Snyder cut mm-hmm. of Justice League, and it adds you know, 30, 40 minutes. Apparently it makes the movie better, but apparently the movie's just a stink hole. And that's why a lot of people were saying like, oh, the, the movie people got involved, not the, the art people got involved. I would say depending on the movie and depending on uh, the strategy, it, it works and it doesn't work. I, I mean if you remember the early 80s trailers, they really focused on na- brand names. And even before that, in the 60s and 70s, it was all brand names. They didn't do anything about the movie. It was like – like imagine the uh, the Gary uh, – was it Gary Cram? I can't do it. I can't. Who, who Who's – to kill a mockingbird? Who's that? Gary G- – um, um, now I went blank. Now Gregory I'm, I'm, Peck. Gregory, like, so those were like with starring the the world renowned actor Gregory Peck as Atticus Finch. Right? Well, no, yeah. no. Well, no. Not even that. They don't even say anything about the movie. It just says it has this actor in it, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a drama. Go see it. And like, that, well, I remember the original trailer for The Exorcist when that came out. I was a kid, and this one like stuck with me. And it was just uh, like a strobe light, short strobe light effect of the demon face just slowly coming into focus just over and over well and especially when uh i mean i can imagine doing the boot camp of trailer making because someone hands (laughs) you a movie like think about movies that are like you know very face valued like someone gives you batman begins here's the batman movie make a trailer so that's kind of easy to do there's action there's christian bale and there's the batmobile like we got to show you know the key points to hook people in and then you got other movies like imagine the Phantom Thread with the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. That's going to be really hard to do that because you don't want to give away too much in that movie. And you just, oh, he makes clothes. Go see the movie. And uh, like imagine doing Lincoln, the movie Lincoln, doing a trailer for Lincoln. People know who <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is, but like, how do you? Do they? Well, I don't know. I don't do trust. I, I don't trust the modern education system. Well, imagine doing like the movie The Post. Like, to me, it was just like, hey, look at all these famous actors in this movie, and everyone looks like they're in the 60s. Go <laughs> see this Academy Award-winning, or going-to-be Academy Award-winning movie, The Post. Help us get an Oscar. So speaking of trailers, uh, this is a shout-out. We're, we're going to uh, dedicate this segment to Don LaFontaine. Do you know who Don LaFontaine is? No. He passed away in 2008, but he is best known as the in-a-world guy. Okay. He, he, that was him. That was his claim to fame, and he— Enjoyed it very much. He, he didn't. Um, well, you know, it, I bet in like today's standards, imagine being in the world guy. I can see him working today in his little penthouse and half his penthouse has recording studio. And he just does everything himself in his boxers. <laughs> and he has his little tea kettle over to the side to like, you know, do his little voice stress thing. And then he just produce. He makes hangs the know, red sock on makes, the door to let yeah. the wife know, "Don't come in. I'm recording." He makes you know seven grand a day, doing like six different recordings. Okay, so here's a little trivia thing for you. Here's here's for you, uh, the the theater geek inside of you, Dick. Are you ready? And I'll be brief. Uh, some movies that include the phrase "in a world" in a trailer. Are you ready? Okay. The Road Warrior. Okay. In a world with gas, this is a land that prays for a hero. Okay. Uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas has in a world that's powered by violence. But they also do different voiceovers and trailers for different 
No, this is the demographics. Guy. I, I, no, I mean, no, oh yeah. So they might do that for like the European audience or for the Chinese audience. These all seem to be the American ones. Uh, Alien Three, in a world where the sun burns cold, uh, heavenly creatures, the glass shields, and a couple of them aren't uh, a ransom. Uh, basketball. What's, what's his name again? Who's this guy we're talking? Don about? Lafontaine. Okay. Uh, basketball had it. Uh, Jacob the Liar. South Park and oh, Planet of the Apes, the the Tim Burton one. All those don't sound too surprising to me, though. None of them do. I'm trying to. Uh, uh, this is a horrible deal. We're gonna be going to break because we gotta be getting ready for our next guest. Streets of Fire. That's a great movie. I by love the that way. movie. Well, they uh, have an in the world in a world moment. It's a great movie. We're gonna have the folks from the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. It's a play, folks, not an actual spelling bee. It's going to be performed live at the Owen tonight. Get your tickets, OwenTheater.com. It's gonna go four weeks starting today. Again, that's OwenTheater.com to purchase your tickets. We're going to have the folks from the 25th Annual Putnam <laughs> County Spelling Bee. Actually, it's next week. Juan, why am I getting all this misinformation? I don't know, man. Maybe I... Uh, Hopefully they're not listening outside maybe our window I, and they don't maybe know Maybe I'm this. time traveling and this I'm just kind of like... Are you future dick? I, I think I'm future dick. How Are about you that? dick from I'm the future? I'm future dick. This Friday, this Thursday show is supposed to be next Thursday. I have no idea. Our show has fallen to a wormhole. It is, it is Thursday... March the 7th. I wish there was somebody I could blame but myself. But, you know. Jake's not here. Yeah, that's right. Jake, it's your fault. But myself. Can't blame him but myself. All right. I'll be back. Or we'll be back. Morning's Lone Star. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. They hit the gas and fill tub and the speakers ain't enough because them horses make them feel alive. All right, welcome to Mornings with Lone Star with our bumper music featured uh, Shane Smith and the Saints who are going to be at the Montgomery County Fair this year. That's going to be, I'm looking at Nathan, he's in the studio. He, I said that right, right? They're going to be playing there, right? Friday night at the Pavilion. That's that's not the Woodlands Pavilion. That is the Montgomery County Fair. Oh, the Emergency Backup Pavilion. Yeah, that's that's right. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors and, of course, Conroe Coffee. And then Clean, Clean Sweep, Sweep Office, Office Cleaning. Cleaning. That's in right. In stereo, right? Yeah. Oh, gee golly. You can uh, always call in 936-647-3776. Leave us a message. Uh, and then we'll, if, you, if you're nice enough, we might play it on the air. I've got the, uh, I've got the sensor beep sound effect if we want. Yeah. 
my favorite ones are the people who call in and try to do imitations of other people. And I'm like, do you really think I'm going to play this? But uh, or you can fa- uh, Facebook us on Mornings with Lone Star. Wait, you talking about like, hi, this is Governor Greg Abbott. Hey, this yeah. is Susie. I'm listening from Lubbock, Texas. Okay, Susie, if that's your real voice, I'm going to apologize on behalf of Dick that he's true. making fun of you. That's true. Because my uh, my second ex mother in law had a helium voice and I didn't know it, so the first time she said hi to me, oh, I started geez. cracking up. She's like, "What's so funny?" I'm like, "Oh, um." I remember a joke I heard today, and I just now got it. So don't make fun of those with helium voices, my young friend. I don't care. I don't they, care. Let's move do. on. Let's move on. Introduce your guests. Okay, so we have in the boy, we got a packed studio. All of a sudden, we're a big, big draw today. We have the director and two actors from the upcoming Player Theater Company production of the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, happening at the Owen Theater, opening next week this weekend or next weekend that's what that's my defense and, and this weekend or and next weekend 11 <laughs> short no no wait, no wait, nine short days something like that yeah 10 short days we have the director marita kilgore we have ethan garcia and jason rocha did i get that right yeah close, close enough, enough. Yeah. Of, not bad we were, we were just talking about last names yeah and you just let it happen man just it, let you miss. just gotta let it happen i mean it, I, unless it's like you're you're running for congress or something for sure then you probably don't want them to mess up your last name or maybe you do depending on no. how, how good you are in the polls it's I a don't 50, know 50 that chance there's no right answer to this right. debacle we're in so let's talk to marita real quick and find out so talk to us about the 25th 25th annual putnam county happening next weekend at the Olympic. <laughs> it is it's happening next weekend all right we open <laughs> with a soft open we open with a soft open on Thursday the 8th, and then our grand opening uh, is Friday the 9th at 8 o'clock at the Owen Theater. And runs four weekends, we'll am I correct? It will run four weekends through the 31st. And some Sundays mixed in with that, there right? There will be two, two, two matinees. Awesome. So you, I guess you go to owentheater.com for, for ticket information? You absolutely can. Awesome. So uh, opening on the night, so a soft opening for, for listeners out there, that's kind of like... Friends, family, pay what you want. How's that? How's that work? Yes, it's exactly that. Friends and family come to watch the the cast and see. Uh, give them a little encouragement and let your cast have an audience, so they know kind of where the laugh lines are, and it just gives you a better feeling of who you need to kill the next morning. Right. But uh, the world at large would probably know this <laughs> as a uh, uh, final dress rehearsal, right? That is, it is okay. a final dress rehearsal. You actually could stop a show during family <laughs> night, but you sure don't want to. And so then, uh, people, if you go to that, you're literally going to get what you pay for. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. So we want your money. So so show up. Uh, I mean, do do come for the friends and family night. So talk to me about the, the the show itself. It is one of the most unusual comedy musicals that you're going to come up against because there is so much interaction. There's so much improv in this particular play, and it is set. The play expresses that. It expects you to do an awful lot of improv as uh, you have the the adults trying to control the chaos of this spelling bee. A lot of people have thought, oh, it's really a spelling bee. No, 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 no. That's the one thing we have been getting right on the air, <laughs> letting people know this is not. Well, although there are aspects of a spelling bee in it, right? There are indeed. Uh, since, like I said, it's a little bit different. We call four audience members up for every single show and they are told to participate and they... They have to ask two things when they're brought up to the stage. When their name is called, they are to ask the definition of the word and ask to use the word in a sentence. That's the only thing they're supposed to do. Otherwise, other than try their very best to spell the word that they are given. And uh, when it was done on Broadway, 
Julie Andrews appeared, and she was disqualified, uh, eliminated whenever she misspelled supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Wait, so, so, so Mary Poppins herself misspelled yes. her own word. She did. I can spell it, but poor thing, she couldn't, and they, they eliminated her. <laughs> she spelled it backwards in the movie. Yes, or well, she, you know, a couple of years later, you just it's just yeah, not it was, so it was fresh. A few Holy cow. It was a couple of decades later. <laughs> so that unusual voice you just heard is Jason Rocha. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. How awesome. Are you? All right. So talk to me about um, your character you play. Uh, I play uh, Doug Panch. He's a vice principal. Uh, I need to make sure I don't say vice president because uh, during I, when I read the lines at home, sometimes I slip that in there and I have to humble myself very quickly. Okay, um, Jason, I'm, as, a, as a fellow director, I'm going to help Marita out and I'm just going to put this in your head. No matter what, if you're bring, do not say the word vice president, okay? Thank you. Do not let the words vice president Can't you just stick say in your head. Okay, if you VP. start to say just vice president. the VP. Yeah, this is VP of uh, the, the school. I don't yeah. know the school's name. You <laughs> Putnam High? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here. You know. Actually, no, because it, it's an ambiguous uh, county show. That The show is called Putnam County Spelling Bee. So you can have your school be named anything like Montgomery County. You don't often have, you know, Montgomery County schools. So uh, you have, you are allowed to choose your own school name. And we have chosen. Hold on, drum roll. All right. Ah, <laughs> we are the Hoover Dam Beavers because our uh, mascot is the Beavers. And, uh. I have yet to uh, to do the school song, but I'm working on it. I, I want to have a school cheer, <laughs> but we are the Hoover Dam Beavers. Oh Lord, I, I will help you write that cheer. Just because <laughs> it's too too funny. How, how far can we go with it? Is this, this G rated PG? <laughs> um, this is a. It actually is a very G rated show. However, it is more suited to those who would be. Uh, Teenagers and up, junior high students and up, because of uh, the aspect of one of the songs in particular mm -hmm. that uh, that some people might is find. it about growing up? It is about <laughs> hormonal dysfunction. Hormonal dysfunction. Yes. I'm 52. I still have and that. the ability to control that hormone. I dysfunction. have no control of my own hormonal dysfunctions. Even <laughs> and sitting to my right here, I have Ethan Garcia. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing good. How about you? Awesome. Bring that a little closer to your mouth. Or there you go. He's got the special microphone. <laughs> so, Ethan, tell us about the character you play. I play William Barfay, and oh my God, is he a character? Um, he is—he thinks he's all that. He thinks he's going to win. He—he he just actually no, he knows he's going to win. He—he's so fun to play. Now, no spoilers. Don't, don't tell us if he does win. Now, does the same person win every night, or is this one of those plays where you, you, know, you get to choose the ending? No, the same. Person does win every night, mm -hmm. but again, we will not give that away. We find that the ones who come and watch this are going to going to root for their favorites. And we had some some spare people come the other night as my audience members, and so you start to forget that someone's going to have to be eliminated uh, because you really start to kind of pull for them all. And so when one of the characters was eliminated, I heard. I was actually standing close to these two individuals, and they went, oh, oh. It's <laughs> like when a favorite character in a TV right. show dies mm -hmm. or and, something. Yeah, and my sound man, the first time he was watching it, he was going, oh, poor guy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I see. I know who your sound guy is, and I see that going down. <laughs> so as a director, have you ever thought about abusing your power, that if one of the actors just ticks you off to say the one who's supposed to win, say, you know what, tonight, not so much. You're not going to win. 
Certainly. Yeah. And you as a director, have you not thought that very same thing too? I don't think it. I act <laughs> on it. it. <laughs> I am honorary like that. No, so, I, I want to have them. Uh, I do want at every, every point to have them uh, terrified that they can be replaced in a moment so that they really give all that they they have for their character. <laughs> so, guys, we're, we're going to turn off, you know, so no one in the outside world can hear this. So it's just in the studio. Is she a director to be feared, respected, laughed at? You know, you can be honest here. She, she won't um, retaliate in any way, shape or form. I think my cough button is stuck that way. So <laughs> oh. I don't know if you can hear me right now. Um, so we'll just keep that in. No, no, she's been she's been really great. This is my uh, my debut as they, they call it in this world. And um, it, the whole cast and the director and, and everybody associated with it have been really uh, easy to work with. And, and I'm not nervous yet. Um, I'm more nervous. You will be. <laughs> I'm more nervous doing this, this radio show than I am for the, um, the debut, uh, which is great, which is a great testament to the cast and, Wait, and the director. If you're a newbie, how you never had a debut before. Do so I? You, you, this is, he said this is his debut. This is his debut. Yeah. So next Friday will be. Yeah. So, so this is his radio debut. So you don't know how nervous you've ever been. Oh, that's you'll true. be. Oh, you'll be. You'll I'm be just putting on the pressure right now. And remember, it's not. Remember, it's not vice president. Yeah. Okay. Do not have the word president in your head. <laughs> Thank you. I got you, Marita. Yeah. You'll be. I appreciate that. Yeah. You'll be one of the audience members we call up. Do and, not uh, put me up. If you make me one of the spellers, it'll turn into a show longer than Titanic because oh. I am a formidable speller. Yeah, oh, that'll be fun. They yeah, did yeah. have one of the script spelling bee winners come to uh, to Broadway, and they lasted twenty seven rounds. I believe that oh, wow. Scripps Howard is the. In case you didn't know, Dick Scripps Howard is the official sponsor of the National Spelling Bee. I am a nerd. There's actually a documentary about it, which is awesome. And then you also want to watch Aquila and the Bee. It's an awesome movie. Why are you throwing this stuff? Because at me? you're the you're the movie nerd. You need Thank to watch you. good movies like Aquila and the Bee, or Titanic. You know. <laughs> There's a good spelling bee in that movie. I yeah. guess. <laughs> and yeah, so tell us again uh, the, the name, correct the, the correct date, correct time. Yeah, don't rely correct on location. Us. It is March the 9th for the opening night of the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, eight o'clock at the Owen Theater, and it runs through March the 31st. Awesome. Tickets available at online. Owentheater.com. I'm looking at it right now. They actually make it pretty easy to purchase tickets with the new website. Walk so. up to the to the door and get tickets at the gate. Cool. So, people, you want to come watch this show, you can partake in it. You can cheer your favorite speller. You can see if Marita changes the plot at the last second. You never know. <laughs> and uh, that's it for me, Dick. Any questions for them or? Like how to spell something? Okay. Bonus points for the first person who can spell the word onomatopoeia. Go. Go ahead, Ethan. I'll let you take it. Go on. This. You think you're all that. Go on. Trick I'm question. Sorry. That's four words. O-N-O-M-A-T-O-P-O-E-I-A. Why did you not let him have a chance? Because he was dead air, man. He was choking. That's awful. He was choking under the pressure. I had to save him. room for my foot here, so I can't spell it. He does have a magic foot. That's part of his character. Yeah. So he has to he has to use. Okay, people, magic. you want to know what the heck Marita just said about the magic foot? You got to come to the show. Okay. It's Putnam County's twenty fifth annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, Owen Theater, put on by the Players Theater Company, running March 9th through the thirty first. Get your tickets at owentheater.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. I thought it in a world I like it. where there's a spelling You're good. bee. You're good. We're going to be uh, wrapping this interview up. Again, if you just now joined us, we have the cast and director of the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee happening next weekend, starting on next Friday, March 9th through the rest of the month. Tickets available on owentheater.com. 
Don't forget, we podcast and YouTube all of our interviews, and you can check us out on YouTube and on podcasts on iTunes and Google Play. So if you miss the interview, uh, follow us on Facebook. We'll post it there, too, when it is released. Break a leg. Break a leg. Go get them, Tigers. We'll see you next weekend. We'll be right back here on Morning's Lone Star. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. There's a party up ahead, an angel to my right, I took my hand and brushed your cheek, when I caught her eyes, I told her, you and I will dance this night away, we'll dance this night away. All right, welcome back, Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Condor's FM 104.5, 106.1. Special thanks to those really nice people from the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, presented by the Players Theater Company, performed live next Friday all the way through the rest of March. OwenTheater.com for ticket purchases. Now, moving on, it's us with special co-host, who we try to get in as much as possible when he is available and he's able to slow down. We have Nathan Arizadi in the studio, Montgomery County Lifestyle. He's the go-to man for the upcoming April Montgomery County Fair and uh, cook-off. And what, what's the official? Is it Montgomery County Fair and cook-off? Montgomery County Fair Association Fair, Rodeo, Carnival, and Barbecue Cook-Off. That's right. They do have a sweet carnival. Yeah. All and I, 61st annual. Yeah. Colin and I went on a little, like, two-hour date doing... I said, we got a budget because I don't know how it works there. <laughs> so the only thing I did learn, if you want to spend some time with that carnival, it might be worth it to get the wristband. Oh, because they, ride, ride, they have the a lot of rides mm-hmm. that I wanted to ride, and she didn't want to ride. So we couldn't use our budgeted money on that because, of course, she wants to go together. And I'm like, but this thing shoots you up. And I'm <laughs> so. Uh, and the order that goes like 5,000 well, miles that's an what, hour. She actually, that was the first ride we did. And she's like, I don't want to do anything like that again. And I was like, oh, come on. And so the wristband's a great idea because I wouldn't have felt bad if, like, hey, you sit right here. Don't get hit on by anybody. I'm going to go up here and do this ride. And so maybe we need to hook you up and we need to do an early that I think, I think that. Does it start Friday? The, it starts Friday. 
What Friday? What? Because we, we April 13th. I'm horrible with dates, so we need to. Uh, well, maybe we need to hook Lone Star Community Radio Dick Schisler up with uh, uh, Montgomery County Fair Association follows you and videos you uh, riding some oh, of those sure. scary and rides. And I bet Holly will because I try to win or something. I did win or something actually. I won her a piece of poop. Uh, it was one of those emoticons, <laughs> and I wonder that she's like, "What are you going to try to win me?" I was like, "Don't worry about it. I'm going to get it." And you know, it's weird. I do have a knack for carnival games. It's kind of a strange thing. Like ever since I, I we go like one of my favorite memories was we went to Bush Gardens, which I think is that in Florida or is that somewhere on the coast, East Coast? Bush Gardens is Tampa, Florida. Tampa, yeah. So we went there, With right? The Five thousand alligators. And we're, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing we're doing one of those games. And I win. It was during Jurassic Park, the first one. And I win a Velociraptor that is about four feet high. Oh, wow. And I'll never forget. I was so happy. I won. The, I think it was one of those games where you throw the you throw like the, the ring toss. Yeah, and you win bag. the big one. And my favorite thing was my mom and my dad go, how are we going to get that on the airplane? <laughs> like, oh, it wasn't inflatable? It was oh, like no. A, it was it like was a, a stuffed, plushy. huge. Well, it sounds like it was back in the day when, you know, it was the stuffed ones. Yeah. And there oh, I have no idea what they have now besides Motocom poops. So, uh, <laughs> but it, I'm telling you, like, I, it was about as big as me, and I was like, look what I got. Oh my gosh. And Do you my, still have it, dude? No, actually, a funny story happened to it where we it had, came to life. <laughs> well, what's funny is we, we, my parents go, we can't fit that in our luggage. What are we going to do? And so they put it in a trash bag, and we went early to the airport asking, can we put this on the plane? How much is it, you know? I think it costs more than probably what it costs to uh, make seat, it yeah. Or, yeah, or something <laughs> oh, like yeah. that. So, But I got it. But the funny thing was is we, we left it at home, and somebody uh, cut it. <gasps> like some kid came over because we had five brothers and sisters, and they cut it. So throughout the day, there was just little beads everywhere. And my mom being a mom of six going, I'm fed up with this. I'm not cleaning this anymore. And she threw it away. And the only reason I knew, this is how traumatizing it was. I'm walking home from school, and I look in the trash can, and there's a head, like the nose of the Velociraptor sticking out. And I'm like, what's the Velociraptor doing in the trash? And like the nose, you know, like. Ralphie, what's wrong with you? uh, Yeah, I got thrown away. Oh, I'm sorry. My my skill is with those those claw machines, like Disney's and stuff. I have freaky good luck with those. Well, man, half skill, but. Well, I, you know what I hate keyword is. Keyword being freak. Well, what I hate about those is proven that that's, you're playing against the rules because they can sense, do the sensitivity of the claw. Yeah. Well, so you can immediately know after the first claw, like, okay, no more. Because, like, basically what happens when the claw touches something, it has a sensor of, like, how much pressure can it yeah, apply. Yeah, they'll, they'll loosen the tension a lot on those, but you just get a sense of it. And there's a great video, Dick, if, if you want to get back into the whole Carney uh, game thing. This guy gaming every carnival game showing this is how you win. And he did amazing. Ooh. So you guys need to study because tell your listeners, dude, you're going to be out there for the special education day Friday. Yeah, April Friday. Yeah. From like nine to three or something like that. Right. Yeah. We're going to be there all day. I'll do all of our shows. And the carnival has Crabtree Amusements has opened up. Last year was only two hours. This year's going to be like four or five hours. During the day for all of our special education, special needs kids and their families. Mm-hmm. So what we can do is in between you being the host and you being, um, you know, being being live on air is you and I will run over. We'll get you on some of the rides and we'll video you during the day. Oh, I'm OK with that. I, I, I'm one of those people. We got to throw you some like really greasy food first. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> no, but they do Come have, on, Dick, you they have shaved ice show. and all the other stuff that I enjoy. I mean, I really can't do that kind of stuff. I do have a weak stomach. That's why I have to save my stomach for the next weekend of barbecue. 
Let's be real. That barbecue, if you eat, I'm still trying to figure out how I want to interview so bad the judges, but I've got you hooked up already because I, I want to know how they can eat all that barbecue and be able to distinguish the different tastes. Cause I said, Oh, you use pickle juice, but that's for wine or what's that? No, we're talking about wine. You don't use pickle juice cause it has vinegar in it. Right. So you use pickle juice for barbecue, right? I don't know. I have no idea, Dick. But you I'm know what I'm talking about, though? I think you're making up. Do you know what whole, I'm talking about? Well, I'd say milk between, I, I would do milk between barbecue. Just as, I'd view it as a palate cleanser. Well, because it might be spicy. I've got friends on that committee who I've already talked to them. Two things. They want to come in the studio in advance. Okay. So you can interview them. And the other thing is they're going to come to you in shifts that day. And I've already got about half a dozen, plus you, you know a lot of people. Yeah. Booths and cookers and teams that want to come to you that Saturday. We got to, you know. 21st, they want to come to you that Saturday since you'll be out there live. And for they the want barbecue, to talk to you about yeah, we're going to be out there for the barbecue. They're going to feed you. Man, it's going to be so much fun, guys. The I, I, What's funny is the Houston Rodeo goes on right now. It started, it kicked off, I believe, yesterday or two days ago. Two days ago. And mm-hmm. every time that happens, it gets me excited about next month. Like, I don't care too much about the Houston Rodeo. I, I grew up in Houston, and I did, one of my favorite things is what they do on Memorial Drive is they do the... The wagon deal. That's yeah, really oh, neat. Right. And I know a lot of Houston people are like who didn't know her trying to drive down there. Were like, what every year I got caught behind those. But like, damn if you actually cows. sit but down, back in the day, we knew it, and yeah. it was cool, right? Yeah. But if you sit down and like actually make a day of it, if you have the time to do like to, because one thing I never said they don't do it on the weekend. Do they do it on the weekends now? Do what the the rodeo the the, yeah. the two the, shows during no, the day no no, and no, night. no no that's rodeo the, the trail ride the trail ride no no it's a weekday they yeah, well, it's it in advance week. it's in advance of it so then they gotta let it go because they do it here on Saturday they kick off the whole Houston livestock and rodeo with the Go Texan parade here the parade well that's that's just that's the Woodlands Conroe. Uh, Willis New Waverly section. Yeah, but it's it's to kick off the mm-hmm. the Houston one, and it, it, since it's on a Saturday, a lot of family can come out and enjoy mm-hmm. it because I we enjoyed it. I it was fun, and but the problem with the Houston one, it's on a weekday, so no one can just take off and go check out because it really is worth it when you're well, especially if you're a young kid. It's a lot of fun and it's long. It's long enough to where it justifies waiting hours and hours yeah. and hours. But you know, I think it's it's the times when I was a kid growing up because I'm a little older than you. It, Are you? We had different times. It, it, you didn't have Dude, a mom my and a son dad. is older than you. <laughs> you didn't have as many people fighting the 40, 50, 60, 70 hour work week. So, so you, that was something that the family got together and you knew you did, you know? And if money was tight, well, guess what? It was free. You just had to get there. So I think it's, I think it's a time thing. I think it's just a commercialization thing, but that's what we need to slow down because that's community. Well, I, I think it's our history. No, I mean, if you if you were here for the Saturday one here in downtown, you saw all sorts of different people, mm-hmm. all sorts of like my favorite one was the Hispanic horse. I forgot what the organization was called at the very end, at the very end. So these oh. horses, I kid you not, were sidestepping and tr- and like dancing. The horses were cool. And I've never seen a horse like that. And it was just it was amazing to watch that. And their boots are really cool. I didn't take video this year. A couple of years back, I did of those, but I took a ton of pictures of them. They're, what do I want to say, Freesia, Breesia, something like that, the black ones. And so I took 500 and something photos, and I got four albums up. The Friends of Conroe uh, presented that out. And, dude, these these horses were two foot above my head Wow, where the guy was sitting. And like he said, they were, they're dancing. They're prancing. And then there was the white one that came up, and he would put his his leg, like, straight out and down. Just the whole, the whole, whole way, whole time. 
I hear that. I'm such a nerd. I have flashed to that that scene in what was the submarine movie, Crimson Tide, with Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington talking about the Lippinzander Stallions. Red October, Humphrey October. Which one are you talking about? No, uh, uh, Crimson Tide. Love a good submarine movie. Yeah, Crimson Tide, where uh, Gene Hackman's talking about Lippinzander Stallions. And they have a little <laughs> little racial debate about that. It's kind of funny. Oh, so now we got to get racist. Yeah, I know, right? This one. <laughs> well, Sean, Sean is the the political angle of the show. That's he right. will not shut it's up about it. Shut up about no. it. No. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We got to take a break, folks. <laughs> so when we come back, we're gonna uh, to have more fun with Nathan. You can always contribute to the show on Facebook, Mornings with Lone Star. Message us. Or 936-647-3776 is the call-in message line. We'd love to hear from you. There's a lot of stuff going on in Montgomery County. We're going to talk more about it when we come back. So stick around. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. We arrived, she couldn't help but smile. She heard that fiddle play. She'd start to move underneath that moon light. Though she felt alive. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. We got Nathan Arizona in the studio with us. What up? It is Thursday. It's Friday Eve. It's the 1st of March already. I, I, I'm having problems wrapping myself around that. Outside, this is balmy, 66 degrees. We're going to go up about another 10 what, degrees. What's the conspiracy of making February such a short month? There's got to be right? a reason. I know. I, I absolutely agree with you. It gets the short end of the stick. How did, so, Dick, growing up, how did you remember which months had how many days? I don't know. You know, So you're implying I rhyme, remember these things. So yeah, the old rhyme, 30 days past September. I mean, I don't even believe there's 12 calendar months, so. Well, you can blame the Julians and the Gregorians for that. That's our. Those are the two uh, entities responsible for our modern calendar. And that's why I love saying, you know, 10,000 years ago to this day, actually the calendars changed many times. Uh, over the centuries where like whole years were skipped and uh, so who knows what day it is who knows what about the mayan calendar 
You got the Mayans too, and of course everyone's <laughs> freaking out that you know ever yes, since 2013 hit, you know, oh, the calendar just went in cycles. They just stopped doing it after 20. You know, it's like, hey, you know, we'll let the we'll let our kids do it. Let's when go it out happens, and have a beer. It happens. Right. So amazing that we survived 2012 because I remember when the millennium came. I had friends who were just convinced Y2K was going to kill us, and then 2012 we we're all going to die because of the Mayans. Yet we're still here, for good or ill. We're still here this morning for you. So it's going to get up about another 10 degrees today. We're going to nestle firmly in the 70s, and then the weather's going to be all over the map. Welcome to Texas. 70s in the highs, down to 60s, lows in the 50s and 60s, rain, no rain, stuff in between. What up with that? Is it, is it, is it new ice age? Is it global warming, or is it just Texas springtime? That's a good question. I don't know. Sorry. Texas springtime. Texas springtime. People forget every year we go through this. Mm -hmm. And every four or five years, it's hot too long or it's winter too long. And uh, one thing that's funny, uh, you know, I'm open to, to, to good debate on all kinds of topics, but people say, oh, this is the hottest uh, summer on record. We've actually been keeping records of our weather for out of the five billion years that Earth's been going uh, for the last 200 and even then it was, you know, uh, let's say let's say less than 100 because, you know, Thomas Jefferson used to write down, it's a 78 degrees of temperature outside with the barometer falling and three inches of mercury. So, yeah, the records only go back just just a, a, a snort in the cosmic timeline. So I don't know how we suddenly got on this weather rant. Well, let's come up with something else. What's happening? In the news? This, okay, this is something that highly disturbs me. This is a news headline. A woman used cheesecake to try to kill another woman and steal her identity. There is a special place in the seventh circle of Cthulhu hell for a woman who uses cheesecake of all things. Of all murder. Cheesecake is not a murder weapon. Cheesecake is yeah, a gift from God. Yeah, weren't you talking about yesterday? That's your weakness? That's my weakness. You do not use cheesecake to cause harm to anybody. And this woman deserves, you know, firing squads, tars and feathering. So Victoria Nasirova... Whoa, in New whoa, York. Whoa, 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 no name drop it. Yeah, I'm telling you, you're, you're on a, no, so this is You're on story. a cheesecake list, man. I'm, yeah, you're on my cheesecake list. So this woman uh, had a friend named Olga uh, Tisyevich, I guess. Obviously, they were both Russians uh, living legally in New York. And Victoria decided to take Olga's identity. So she laced this cheesecake with all these tranquilizers. Now, fortunately for Olga, she did not succeed in actually killing her, but she's up on attempted murder charges uh, for the, uh, I guess, the poisoning uh, of Olga to steal her identity. But I'm just telling you, of all the murder weapons in the world, why did she have to choose cheesecake? This is, I can't carry on, Dick. You're going to have to take over for a minute. I, I got I to compose myself. I don't know what's going on. What do we on say? Right do we even do we even we address don't acknowledge? That? You just ignore him, and then he'll. Or you set. buy me a cheesecake to make up for it, and then we'll kill you with it. Uh, <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, one thing uh, I know is kind of exciting a little bit for some people. The Oscars are this weekend, and uh, there's not too much controversy. Well, yeah, there is. Oh shoot! Now, right Nathan, now. now Nathan brings the controversy. Well, is Ryan Seacrest going to be on the red carpet interviewing? Have they decided? Oh, that's right, because someone I didn't know about it till yesterday. Yeah. Well, I mean, some I... woman from a million years ago said that he groped her. Hmm. So now, but someone else has also popped up to to verify that. Oh, did he did? Mm -hmm. He's a groper. He's a. Gro I'm surprised. I'm not judging, but I thought that was not Ryan Seacrest's way. When do you think way. the first 
time they're going to use robots because they can't grope anybody. They're going to be doing the interviews. No, because they're going to go after the programmer. That robot groped me. I'm going to sue the programmer. I can't believe. Well, what's strange to me too, and it's like it's almost like let's just let it happen to those folks over there in this in the Hollywood sense, because they I don't think they're able to figure out since day one how to handle themselves, and that's why it's kind of like the Wild West in a sense of behavior. Well, but you think about it, dude, Dick. If you look at some of these people's background, without no offense, personally not judging, but they're nobody. But they made it big in Hollywood as an actor. So now some of them want to tell us how we should think and what well, see, we should do. I, well, the problem well, with that. Right. Well, the problem with that, and it's, you're trying to do like a blanket statement. I think there's there's the Hollywood and I a said sense, some. Well, yeah. yeah, but it's hard to say that without including like the holiday everyone else. It's the, well, the, look at some of those award shows. Well, I think also <laughs> you you look at folks who, especially with social media world, like. It's really funny to see people who love actors and actresses and, you know, they really spend a lot of time following. Then they actually start following them like, hey, this guy's kind of crazy. You know, well, no, like like you see what this celebrity keeps saying about oh, yeah, a yeah, certain yeah. topic and you're like, all right, I don't know if I like this guy. But it's just the Oscars is – I don't know how they're able to do it, but they got themselves in a situation where they get people to watch them over like millions of people watch them one night of the year while they give themselves awards – and then they somehow turn that into more profit in a sense of they re-release the movies that are Oscar winners. So they get they convince people to go see this movie again, or they might have missed it because it's an Oscar-worthy so movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to think to myself, when is this going to end? Because there is always going to be that fanatical group who like loves like who wants to be an actor, aspiring actor. So I'm going to watch every movie. I'm going to learn their craft. <laughs> I want to win that award they may go see the movies but i think the award ceremonies themselves i think the viewership is going to plummet even more yeah. well you year. know i see i don't think so because i was reading last year abc made 117 million dollars off of ad revenue mm -hmm. now if they've been running this program i think abc has sole rights to the oscars so if every time you're doing your yearly budget and you're putting 100 million dollars down for the oscars minimum you're like why would we not want to show that and even if they made 10 million dollars why would they not want to show that? Because they have no other programming schedule unless they have another program right. that can make more money. So I think it won't go away uh, because if they're going to be able to sell it, this has nothing to do with viewership. This has to do with them selling ads. I mean, same thing with the Super Bowl. They could have zero people watching it, but they still sold the ad space and they're still paying for it. So the only real way that like, it's going to go down is if they themselves stop the reward ceremony. Which or it would have to be several years in a row of massive protests, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Because you're mm -hmm. right. It's not going to go away. It's fantasy. People people in their regular lives and, and stuff like that, They it's a fantasy to them. They're living through some of these actors and actresses, and they're wishing. I remember I used well, to love watching the Oscars and stuff, and it was what cool. Am I, what am I, but I just get tired of the political side on both sides. My favorite – a favorite uh, piece right now, there's a funny uh, YouTube channel. I, th I think it's called Honest Trailers. Mm -hmm. And they did an honest trailer of the Oscars, Oscars. coming up. <laughs> and it is absolutely hilarious because they really they – do, they do the jabs of like some of the art topics are sometimes controversial if you take the art out of it. Like, you know, the relationship between a, young, a younger person and an older person uh, and then other, you know – Comment, social commentaries. Well, think about how many chick flicks are out there, you know, romantic comedies involve the woman rightfully in the movie's world having an affair. Bridges of Madison County, The Horse Whisperer, About Last Night, all well, of them you know, the women, this the is, women's in an unhappy well, marriage, so it's okay to... Well, my favorite topic right now, and this is something I wish more people have, have seen, is if you have seen the new, newer Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, 
they're coming out with a sequel soon this this year, and they're like really banking on it, making the billion dollar big budget thing. Well, if have you seen out of the two people here who have seen this movie, the Jurassic World, Jurassic World, I have, I have it in three D. Uh, so have you seen Jurassic World? The Which newest, it's the newest Jurassic movie with Chris Pratt. He he can control Velociraptors. I did see that one. Okay. But so, see, I had to think. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the biggest argument right now, and this is some, someone uh, someone did a really critical think piece on Bryce Dallas Howard's care. Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Howard's care. She played Claire. She was the redhead. Ron Howard's daughter. So people were basically, yeah, it is Ron Howard's daughter. So if you watch that movie and you take it as a script, they're basically saying, how why did they advertise this woman being the hero where she literally caused all of the events in that movie? And then the the question is the ethical question is in the new movie how is she not in jail, or how is she not you know somehow shunned out of the world because she literally killed thousands of people because of her decision making as the CEO because in today's world the CEO would be the first one to take the flack like oh you know they said these remarks or they you know we we put up gun things or you know whatever but the first person they blame is the ceo mm -hmm. and rightfully so that's unless the head of you're the, the sheriff of broad county but that's another story yeah, well, no, no, <laughs> I, you know i was thinking about that the other day i wanted to see the local civil suits against them did you see what he came out and said two well days i don't ago? care what he said i'm just thinking about the he said it's not his responsibility well, I know. That his people well he's really hurting himself if somebody wants to sue him and so and that's going to happen. Someone, <laughs> someone's going to be one of those because it happens every school shooting. If you look at the history, like, I looked it up because I was like, mm -hmm. I wonder what like civil things you could do. Well, FBI and DOJ are covered because you can't sue. Well, that, but not him. Not him. He's so, going to be the, the face of. I, uh, so he's, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Well, regardless, we're not talking about that. Yeah, let's go back. <laughs> we're talking about uh, Jurassic World. Jurassic World, but someone really put up the good point. Yeah. Like, how are we, as a movie, as this movie, how are we pushing this person? Because they were trying to – like you can literally listen to the director and everybody talking about how they're trying to make a strong character, strong woman. And it's like, wait a second. Isn't this woman like a psychopath? She literally <laughs> released all these animals into a park, and they're killing all these people. <laughs> and uh, one person said she should have died at the end of the movie because that would have been great. <laughs> but uh, but that movie is coming well, maybe, out. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll have good writing. and Because you see all these movies, you know, Lethal Weapon. The, the, the damage that cops do in most movies like Beverly Hills Cop or Lethal Weapon – in reality, man, they would be well. They kind of the well, lethal weapon. They kind of talk about it in a sense of like when they cause a big, like for example, lethal weapon two, the beginning when they do that chase scene throughout, and they're using the station wagon and all that kind of stuff. They even say like, since you did this, you got to go on the street or your beat cops or whatever. Yeah, and that lasts for literally a day and a half. And well, you don't know. You know how long time is. And okay, uh, two days. <laughs> so, but then again, you know they're. It'd be inter interesting to see the world life politics of it in a sense mm -hmm. of how much do you think HPD pays out to civilians of like wrongful whatever. Well, there'd be an, uh, and I, that has to be public time. information, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And think about it. every time that someone wants to sue because, oh, he slapped on the cuffs too tight or he wrenched my arm that they settle. So, you know, lethal weapon, they're blowing up buildings. You know, they, <laughs> we're not going to wait for the bomb squad. We're going to do it. Building blows up and parking go, garage. Oops. They go, oops. And, and the that's billion. it. Yeah, billion. And the cat, they say the cat. There you go. So in reality, they just be. Well, the, well, the building was empty. It's like in a lawyer movie. I would be disbarred in six seconds because I'd be a, a movie lawyer. Objection, Your Honor. Opposing well, counsel's a jerk. Well, I would. I would wonder what the real stats are of attempted bomb bombings and if they were successful or not. And if they were successful, was it because the police clipped the wrong wire, kind of thing? 
Well, I doubt it because in the real world, the bomb squad does them. They know what they're doing. They don't well, look no, at I know, I know that. take a choice. Well, I know that. I'm just saying I wonder what the – because there are consequences to it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what if they try to blame the police department, <laughs> you know, like, oh, hey, you actually caused this building you to You clipped the wrong way. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. Those There are enough real-world, everyday lawsuits. You know, you can sue a doctor. Someone well, goes in I, I with was, lung cancer after two packs a day. I was reading that the New York City Department pays out $600 million a year. I believe Whoa. that. I believe that. For like— Think about every wrongful arrest lawsuit. But the, and then you also have to think about— But they they're don't, so liberal, I bet you they also just, here's the money, go away, versus when sometimes they probably should stand up and say, oh, no, not on my watch. Because they give New York as a state and— up there, they like to give other people's money away. Well, like the reason I read this was because there was a controversial arrest with three. I don't know what the correct term is. The ladies who like wearing the hijab. Hijabs. And the hijab does not cover the face, but they wear it on mm-hmm. like a scarf kind of thing. And well, they're they sued and they got one hundred eighty thousand dollars. So a lot of people are like, "Why is this happening?" Because uh, it was during the mugshot, and apparently well, they got sixty thousand each. But apparently, during the process of taking a mugshot in New York City, you can request a woman to do it in private. Well, it's so actually, if you're a lady. I request a lady to, to handle me. It's actually the I, ordinance. You don't request it. You're supposed to have a same-sex private room. Okay. And, and that didn't happen. That didn't happen this time. But it got me thinking, all right, so clearly they don't just write a 60K check and give it to you. They pay it out probably, and they come to an agreement like, oh, we'll pay you out $5,000 a month for the next— Oh, actually, they get it up front. They do? Like mm-hmm. every, so that $600 million is all up front, all mm-hmm. cash? Yeah, as it goes out. Yeah. I don't. I don't no, believe once that you get at a judgment, all. Once you get a judgment, it's supposed to be immediate. Uh, the uh, you walk out the door you, and you get a check. Uh, your lawyer gets it and it's dispersed to you. Yeah, and it's also tax free. I don't believe that they do. There's no way they have that much cash it's, on hand. It's not a lottery. It's it's seriously Dude, well if, not a lottery, but, but there's got to be a payment. Like if, it's if like, have, hey, we'll pay it in three payments. If you have to pay a fine and you have the means to pay it, you have to pay it. As when they say you know, the Miranda rights. Uh, yeah. If you can't afford an attorney, I bet there's some you sneaky do, city thing. Since no, the city's tr- paying out, they could do like. Trust hey, me on this. For for instance, with not from personal experience, but you know when they say if you sure. can't afford an attorney, one one will be provided for you. You have to prove to the court that you literally have no money to pay an attorney. If they say, do you own your house? Do you have equity in your house? You can afford an attorney. Sell your house. But here's what was a big hot button a couple of years ago in Montgomery County with some of the people who are running for judge and judge Phil Grant was one of the ones that wanted to help change it. We're one of the most lax as far as having to prove that you're truly broke. They can go back now and show that Nathan says he has no means. He gets, he gets a public defender, but he could have hired his own. So they're working on trying to make it stricter here. There's some, and that's what came up. There's some places that people that got more than enough money to get in a public defender. Mm -hmm. And you find that in more of your liberal metropolitan areas. But, yeah, you're right. You're supposed to have to prove that, but some places aren't making you prove it. Fortunately for the world, I am, like, so broke. So yeah. So if you get arrested, we're going to just call just, the public just, defenders well, off. Yeah, don't even bother to, to, to you look at my bank account and snicker. Brett likes you. Brett told me to tell you he misses you. <laughs> I miss Brett. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Mornings Alone Star. We got to take me, a, a music break. We'll be back. Don't forget, we are sponsored by Centurion Wealth Advisors, <laughs> Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Conroe Coffee. We still got about 30 minutes left, but enjoy a couple tunes till then. We're on Facebook. Call in 936 647 3776. We'll be back after this. Call. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Man was playing by the time we arrived She couldn't help but smile When she heard that fiddle play She'd start to move Underneath that moon Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. We got till 11 o'clock today. Hang out in the studio. Feel free to drop a line. 936-647-3776 or message on Facebook. Hanging out with Nathan Arizona, Montgomery County Lifestyle. And Skippy. Don't forget me. I'm that's still here. I was burping. Are you burping? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you, the stuff we, we miss when, so when we don't see it. I'm pretty good at turning off my mic. There you go. <laughs> but welcome. We had a great, we're having a great show today. Don't forget, if you're just now tuning in and you missed some of it, we do podcast our show in the full link on iTunes and Google Play. And then we do YouTube our special interviews. So we did have a special interview today. The 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee starting next Friday at the Owen Theater. Get your tickets online, owentheater.com. And uh, we were talking about movies and Oscars and that kind of stuff. I do want to give some of our fans an update about Carly, who is up north getting her seeing eye dog or whatever the official name is. I don't know what it is. Uh, she says she's doing great. She sent a picture. It looks like a fluffy uh, yellow uh, lab she, yeah, kind of thing. like that. So that's kind of cool. Carly, for listening, I hope you're doing well. Uh, they are going to do, tr- she's going to be training for quite some time, but when she comes back, we're going to bring the fluffy dog in with her and we're talking about that. So, uh, yeah, that's about, that's about what, what uh, we should have a contest. Yeah. Name that dog. I'm sure Carly would appreciate that. We named her dog for her. <laughs> guide dog. Thank you, listener. <laughs> Maybe that's the official name. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> Hey, guide dog, come here. No, that's not a name. It's I Adolf. Don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh. But yeah, so we do have a couple of events. I know Nathan is uh, promoting tomorrow's event, Ducks Unlimited uh, shooting. Like, where are they shooting things? It's not shooting. It's a banquet. It's a banquet Dinner auction. Are they yeah. serving ducks? They've already been unlimited ducks. Yeah, they might have shot. unlimited duck. I don't know. Orange duck, Peking you, duck. Does that announcer say, "Hey, by the way, Buckshot might or the this, 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 you might get some pebbles in your uh, duck <laughs> over here"? Hey, Gentry, um, is that what's going to happen? Oh, but Vince Ross. Is gonna do a two or two and a half hour live auction. Oh, so long and so crazy. They gotta have an intermission. An intermission for an auction. Absolutely. There would be some awesome stuff on those lots. I'm just saying. But here's the thing too: you get food. It's family friendly. You get lots of prizes. Silent auction, live auction, 
an open bar. And a one-year membership to Doug's Unlimited. Okay, way to bury the lead there, Nathan. All right, so we what, start on, off what is with this open for? bar. What is you this had for? me an open bar, man. <laughs> wait, 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 because we posted a link on our Facebook to the event. What is this for? Is it supporting something? Is it supporting the fair? It's the Ducks Unlimited. It's the group. Ducks Unlimited. It's a nationwide group. Is it a nonprofit? I, I, it is a nonprofit. Okay. It is, is it, a nonprofit. Is it basically just kind of like the NRA, but for duck hunting? Like yes supporting and no. guns, shooting like no, you know. supporting hunting, supporting um, wetlands. The main thing that they do is they try to help protect wetlands. Oh man, so they like, like chain themselves to trees and stuff. They don't do that. Oh, they're not. Man. They're not tree huggers. Oh, well, they, they are. They're wetland but they, huggers. But they go through lobbying. They do a lot of the DC lobbying and stuff. Well, they like do. That. They do what you should actually probably be doing when you want to protest something. Instead of chaining, you'd be like, hey, let's do this legally. Well, yeah, it's let's hard to screw, chain yourself to let's moss. Let's screw over the people who screw us over using their tactics. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> when's this event happening again? Friday night, 6 to 10, 1030. Awesome. Where at? Montgomery County Fair Exhibition Building. Auction starts at 7 o'clock. Uh, now, is this they're going to give away about 25 guns to kids, 22 rifles. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You got you to gotta say it correctly. You can't just say we're giving guns kids. kids 22 kids, yeah. They're giving away about 25 rifles. Legally obtained. Legally obtained. <laughs> sponsors sponsor, and they give it to a kid who's there with a parent so that the kid can go out and responsibly with family interaction learn how to hunt. Okay, good. I'm just Is making that, sure. You got, it's not AR-15. I know. In today's, like in today's culture, you got it. You just got to like, you know, you got to butter it up. You've got a good point, and that's what's sad. It's, it's just old-fashioned community. It's old-fashioned family going out hunting and stuff like that. That's what it's about. So... Well, I mean, I, I, you know, it's funny that the talk of the Second Amendment always happening. I'm really, I, I'm not afraid here in Texas to well, what's going to happen. I think if the Second Amendment changes somewhere outside of Texas, Texas is going to basically say the same. So I'm not afraid of that at all. But then, this is also coming from a family that was raised using guns. But I don't have, I don't own a, I own a weapon because I don't, I don't want to have that responsibility yet. Um, oh, real quick, talk about Hollywood. Did you know that some of the Hollywood elite are throwing out? They want all the houses that don't own guns to have red lights. Well, I heard about that. I, I got to Snopes that one. I'm not sure if that's, uh, but that's for real. Funny when, oh, my God. It may, it may be not be, be be real, but I could see them saying that. That'd be foolish. Let's wear black. We're going to wear red to the Oscars. I, I'm wondering what color <laughs> they're going to wear to the Oscars this time. It was black for me, too, which is funny because they wear black anyway. No one wears the powder blue tuxedo anymore except... Maybe Nathan. I don't know. I need one. You, you and I would look good in it. Oh, we would rock the powder blue t uh, tuxedo. <laughs> but of course, we're going to wear a black at the Oscar, at the the Grammys or the Golden Globes. I think I you would try to get. To anyways. I like the idea of the poop emoji and just have that as a tux. Is there, oh, uh, not a pin, but I, like the, the whole tux. pattern. The I guess when you're station manager, you can bring up poopy all the time you want. Well, it, it, poop plays a big role. Well, hey, Patrick Stewart part. did the voice, so there is some dignification of that role, okay? I just want to know, are you going to go to the banquet tomorrow night? No, I can't. Oh, darn. Yeah, I have a personal uh, request of showing up at a birthday party. Okay. A.K.A. my fiance is like, you better show up to this <laughs> birthday party. Get used to it, dick. So... I got to show up to a birthday party. Other events that are happening. Early voting still going on. Early voting is going until Friday. Tomorrow, yeah. So plenty of time for that. And then, you know what I found out yesterday? This is how I'm horrible. We already know I'm horrible with dates and everything. So in May, and this is, I'm going to try to do as best I can for our listeners who vote in the Montgomery County and in Conroe. So this is the primary election with some propositions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then in May, we're having another election. That's going to be the Conroe City Council and other Conroe you know, yeah, more municipal. Things. So that's happening in Conroe in May. It could also be then, an April runoff. And in April will be the runoff. And then in November 
is the main the election, general. the general election. Mm-hmm. See, I, I couldn't – I'm still trying to wrap my head why we do this so many times. But then again, like it's just the norm. Like that's how that's how we can efficiently get everyone time to vote. And vote well, in an election, on. you just want the head of each party, just one person from each party representing, and that's why you have the primary. Why I mean, can't they do it through like an email? Like, hey. I think cage match would work, but that's just. Well, I'm saying so the there have been complaints of why don't the county and the city work together when the city's got an election one month apart to have it at the same time. Same location, same time. I see that, but here's the thing. Well, I also see, think the more voting is the more chances for engagement. You can get people out. Have well, more I mean, there, that's the out. positive to it because people who are already motivated to go out and vote against somebody or for somebody, and then you're piggybacking on that motivation with bigger having more options. But then you're also taking away people's time to spend on educating themselves because one year there's going to be a bigger proposition than the others. One year there's going to be a bigger opponent than the others, and it's like, oh, hey – that's John Smith. Everyone hates him. Let's go vote for him. But then you have all these other people running for all these other stuff. I have no idea who that is. You know what's and sad, though? Do you know what the voter apathy is showing right now in early voting? 8.7% of the registered voters in Montgomery County have voted early. It's one of the lowest of all time early voting percentages. Yeah, they think it's going to get all the way up you know, okay, to 10%. So, you know, One out of 10 people are voting that are registered to vote in this county. Can I was thinking that? about that, and I go, it's amazing to me that we can't find a secure way to have voting online. I'm still trying to figure that out. It would be awesome if they could, but just the well, – here's the well, thing. What, We've got, what's the difference between voting in person and then voting on a – like because we're already voting on a screen. And basically the requirement to vote is they scan your ID, right? Right. And they also try to verify facially. You know, if, if, if my driver's license is a black woman and I walk in, someone can go, wait a sec. Okay, so what you're just telling me, what other things? Tell me about other problems we might have. Well, here's the thing. We've already got presidential losers who are whining. Oh, Russians. And winners, too. You know, I mean, Rus- everyone's, everyone's complaining. Russians did it. So they, they hacked us. It, what do you think the downside would be? Who if, would you trust with the server? Well, that well, we're already having. We already have that. It's already been established that somebody handles all the stuff we do currently do with the electronic voting here in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. Like we already have that. We already have electronic voting, so somebody's already handling the servers. We already trust somebody. Right, but that's inputting data that, that's already it, it's internalized. Those machines are tied into that network, so it's not tied into the outside. To get the public to vote, they have to tie it into the internet, and that leads it wide open for hacking. Yeah, or, or lying because you said uh, ID. I don't have to show my ID. Yeah, I mean, you can have your card. But here's the thing. Once that card is used, card or ID, that's yeah. it. Now, with online voting, all you got to do is uh, IP address, and, and you don't have to. No, see, like the way, I would, the way I would do it is I would do an option just to test do it through your smartphone, and you have to input your driver's license number or, like, whatever, tech, whatever the county wants to handle. You have your, your voter's number. Mm-hmm. I guess right when you have your voter registration, you have a number that's unique to you that has nothing to do with Social Security, nothing to do with driver's license. It's like your voter ID number. You enter that. You take a picture of your face, and it attaches to it. So you have a. But the poor people can't afford a phone to take a picture. And well, do no, this that. is an option. This has nothing to do with. This That's is what someone's going to say. I know. Well, who cares? But the whole idea is you were talking about getting more people to vote, and I guarantee you, if you just say you send an email like, "Hey, download the app, take a picture, and vote from your phone," you don't have to go anywhere, and people will take that option. I agree with you, but here's what it boils down to, in my opinion: you've got five and five two. You got twelve days of early voting. The first week was five to five or seven to five. Then you've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. You've got about seven or eight or nine locations in the county. And then Tuesday, you've got seven to seven. 
It's our responsibility, and that's what it all goes back to. You can give them all these extra ways, but people don't think it's their responsibility. Their excuses, you oh, know, my vote doesn't count. I bet that's you, an excuse. I bet you would go up so high in the percentages if you make it to where you don't have to leave your home. You and, would probably, but and I know, I know you can, I know you can remote vote through paper, but yeah, you can I'm hear. just saying, like, if you had the official Montgomery County uh, mctx.org website and they had a button, vote right now, you click it and you just go through. It. Everyone already does that when you file your taxes, when you when you get your driver's license through the state and things like that, you can do it all online. So there, you can. We have a listener pointing out that you can file your taxes online. So I think it's a possibility. I mean, I, I'm not poo-pooing the idea. <laughs> and it's it's well, I just don't understand why it isn't seriously considered, because we have the technology to to somewhat manage it. Maybe the security side, maybe not so much. Well, but we we trust banks with our information online. They we trust that information. And then I mean, what other crazy sensitive material do we trust? That we have access is online. I well, mean, yeah, we also trust, you know, armed I mean, guards the, in our banks. Why not in our schools? So, uh, well, I'm online. I'm talking about online stuff. Right. Why do you always got to pull the political stuff into it? I'm talking. We, in. we protect our money on the internet. Mm-hmm. That's probably the most important thing to each individual. You've Here's, got a point. So, I'm trying to beat it up. You've got a point. I just, I don't, have, I can't, I can't come back with that because I don't know. Well, I have I've never heard that big discussion. I can, well, I can make up in my mind no against what you're saying, but I don't know. Well, here's the thing. For the last year and a half, ever since Election Day, so almost two years ago. You mean D-Day? Yeah. Since from, you're talking about Donald Trump's? Donald Trump's election. Okay. Literally from that day D-day on, four, there's whatever. been millions spent trying oh. to prove fraud, voter fraud in some way, shape, or form. And that's and you have the the losing candidate for still today just last week oh now it's is the Me Too movement that is this it was that you know it was uh, so think of all the resources that were spent when this was traditional voting you put in the X factor of the possibility of oh yeah we have proof positive the Russians hacked we have no proof to show you but you got to trust us the Russians hacked it and every every single election would be contested and the entire uh, administration would be nonstop. Think about the current administration. They've been sued literally and under investigation from day one, a year and a half later, and literally nothing to show for it. So if you add the online voting. Let's let's look at it fairly, though. How long do usual investigations take? (laughs) The JFK assassination uh, (laughs) did not take long at all. Oh, yeah, it was one guy. (laughs) Well, no, I'm asking realistically, not not a high-profile cases, but normal investigations that, you know, we could— Look at other. It depends examples. if you have a smoking gun. It, it's a short investigation. Okay. You know, if you have credible witnesses and no political agenda, it'll go a lot smoother. Here's the thing: I believe Mueller. Where's is, the red tape? How much red tape is there? How much red tape is there? And this is something that they have found nothing. Now Mueller is apparently going after aspects that have nothing to do with anything. There's no more collusion. Now it's obstruction of justice for lying to investigators about the collusion that apparently did not you see it's just he keeps you can keep it going and going and going now we're going to subpoena well then this is always going to go financial on. records from literally 15 20 years ago that trump was going to put up a trump tower in moscow and so this is now under investigation as possible early collusion this was years before he even thought he would run for president but this is what Mueller's now going after we got to find something so an investigation takes as long as the investigator wants it to take. 
is, is the short answer on that. And this goes both sides. There have been investigations that have been against Democrats. This is not a, a poor Trump thing. This is an investigator, if, if he or she has a motive, it can go as long as you need. And that's why a lot of people uh, vote guilty on some stuff because they know there's no way I can afford the legal fees on mm -hmm. this. And, and you know, if the federal government says, we're going to sue you and keep on suing you till, you know, there goes your kid's college education. But, hey, if you just plead guilty and you do, you know, six weeks in minimum security, then you, you get to keep your money. And a lot of these people have to make this decision. This is this has been in the law from day one. So, wow, we got he got heavy with this one. You did. I did. Hey, I you, didn't. You, you didn't. You hijacked it. This is the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to be closing up today's show. Tell hey, a then, joke to make up for it. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm, you going to remind everybody real quick that April 13th and April 21, Lone Star Community Radio, you and a lot we'll of be guys will be out live at the Montgomery County Fair. There you go. And uh, the out Montgomery County Fair really appreciates you, your 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 group here, your posse, your show host, uh, because you're you're going to be bringing a lot of awareness out there. And you just, it's fun. People are going to love it. So just on behalf of the Fair Association, thank you, Lone Star Community Radio. That's going to be yeah, fun. Yeah, we do it for the for, for community. For the food. We do it for the groupies. <laughs> we got we got food hooking you up on Saturday. Awesome. I know that for sure. I know that for sure. You know, uh, we like I said, we're closing out the show. If you're just now joining us and you missed today's program, don't forget, 8 p.m. tonight, we'll be releasing the podcast or visit us online at IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. That is our show page for Morning's Lone Star. Uh, special shout out to our earlier guest, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee happening next Friday through the rest of March. Buy your tickets online. Support your community by visiting the community theater at the Owen Theater, owentheater.com. Uh, we are sponsored by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and who else? Centurion Wealth Advisors. There you go. Skippy, we'll be back here tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. And if you're listening right now or on the podcast, call in at any time. It's 24-hour message line, 936-647-3776. Or Facebook us at MW Lone Star. Send us a message. Hopefully we can uh, rope Nathan in coming tomorrow, maybe. Maybe not, man. It depends on uh, if you want, you know, wants not to be. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, I have a whole other barrel over there. If it's not at the bottom of this one, we can open no, up a new barrel. For sure. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We'll see you guys later. Full lineup for the rest of the show today. Visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.